Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this episode, we're going to be sharing all of our thoughts of Disney Plus Day, all the news that was announced, the new trailers, some of the new um, Disney Plus originals that were released, and just talk Disney Plus. It's been a really, really busy week. Um, been incredibly busy this week. Um, so big thank you to everyone that's been on the website, everyone that um, tuned in. Um, for our live show and stuff. So we'll be doing another live Q&A tomorrow for members as well. So if you are a member, make sure you go um, and check out the posts to put your questions in, because I think it might be a bit of a, a busy one tomorrow. Okay, so a couple of quick bits of housekeeping. So we're going to so we're gonna be going through the news, and we'll be going through our thoughts and everything else they announced, and we'll go through it bit by bit of everything that will come in. But I want to do a um, quick shout-out first off. Thank you very much to... Um, a viewer that um, got in touch with me with regards to, like, they kind of designed me some new thumbnails and stuff. So big thank you to Azir Azak. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name there. But he did a fantastic job in kind of, um, literally just said, look, you know, here's some new artwork. And we worked a little bit on working some bits out. So I just wanted to give a little bit of a shout out to him for um, giving us a little bit of a, a fresh new look. Um, for the podcast, because we're actually going into year four of the What's On Disney Plus podcast today. Um, hard to believe it was, you know, three years ago we did the very first episode. A whole year before Disney Plus launched, um, we were really early. And everyone was going, why are you doing so early? And they're like, well, cause, you know, because there's a lot to talk about. Um, I'd actually started work on What's On Disney Plus nearly six months before that. So it's been, it's been a long time coming. But obviously now we're going to literally going in now into year four. Um, which has been incredible. Um, I can't thank everyone enough for all of your support. It's really been doing. And just want to say a big thank you to James. Thank you very much for being here for the last uh, three years and on to year four. Hard <laughs> to believe, really, when we started this one, was it? No, it was. It was supposed to be just a little side project. It was. Uh, it was. Because yeah. <laughs> before that, we were doing the Diz Kingdom podcast. Yeah, uh, and we did that for what, like a year? I, I did years, it for yeah. a year. Yeah. You'd already been doing it before that. Um, and we're just like, oh yeah, maybe we'll just talk about Disney Plus. And now Disney Plus has completely eclipsed yeah. the the Disney Kingdom site. Yeah, oh, we don't even do it. I don't even do the Disney Kingdom one because it's literally on lines of all attention on on what's on Disney Plus. So yeah, just a big thank you to everyone that's a subscriber. If you view our content, if you're a, obviously if you're a Patreon and YouTube channel member, if you visit the site, if you're a member of our group, just a huge thank you. I mean, it really has been an absolute incredible and. This week has just been so so busy, so busy. I think I think I clocked in yesterday. I, mean, I did about sixteen hours working yesterday. That it was a long day. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, luckily, Disney did send me a nice big cake um, to keep me going in the afternoon when the sugar was dropping a bit. Like, oh, the cake! So that was good. But yeah, so just so again, thank you very much. Um, so speaking of YouTube channel members and and patrons, thank you very much for your support. Um, if you are a gold member or above, so I just want to say a big thank you to um Diona, CBBC Reborn. Adam, Muham, Ben, Raphael, Robert, Jay Blue, my VCR still works, Bina, Joshua, Dorm, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. Now over on the Patreons, a mass a massive big thank you to Sarah. Um, also got Andrew, Elliot, Jacob, Caleb, Red Marsman, Erogy, Andrew, Cody, Darren, the Juice, Lauren. And yeah, just everyone that's in there. Thank you very much. It really does make a massive amount of difference having all of this. So there we go. So that's all the housekeeping done. So before we get into the nitty-gritty of it all, um, what did you think so far? Uh, what did you think of Disney Plus Day as a whole? How did you get on with it? Uh, so divided into two two different yeah. categories here. First, the announcements, and then um, the content itself. Obviously, we'll talk about the content in greater depth later. 
um, but the, the quick and dirty version, I was kind of disappointed in the content releases, uh, the new content to be clear. Mm -hmm. So like Shang-Chi, Jungle Cruise, not counting yeah. those, the, the stuff that was specifically for yesterday. Uh, but the announcements, the announcements were, were great. The, there were mm -hmm. so many good things. I mean, not everything was like a huge spectacular announcement, but we got some great trailers. We got some great confirmations. Uh, they were dropping trailers up to a week early as well. They're, they're, they weren't technically part of Disney Plus Day, but we had like the, the Boba Fett trailer yeah. and things like that. So overall, in terms of announcements and getting me personally hyped for the stuff coming in 2022 and, and beyond, it's like, yeah, this, this is great. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I personally, I thought the drop of everything that arrived yesterday, I will be like, I'm going to say I was lucky enough I'd seen pretty much most of it in advance of the day. So it wasn't so much the case I needed to sit down and watch a huge amount yesterday even though I did watch um, Shang-Chi and a couple of other bits and pieces. But for me, it was kind of like a couple of, a couple of different things going on at once. So we obviously had the Disney Plus content, and then we had the, the announcement side of things, and then we had um, just the whole buzz, really. I mean, it, it, there was a lot of excitement about it. I don't know how much of that went out um, past our little bubble, but generally it seemed to be a lot of people enjoyed it. There was a little bit of a pushback just after the announcement, and that was about how they were announcing stuff and what they didn't announce. Um, so we're going to get into that a little bit later on. Um, I was going to say, personally, I, I think the thing is, though, I mean, we did our when we did our predictions episode, we, we actually did, actually, no, no, two weeks ago, um, I think we were, I'm looking back now, I, I think we were pretty much spot on for the majority of it. We were quite, um, I think most of the things we talked about actually happened. So I think, I don't know if that was, our expectations were maybe at the right level, because I said this, and I've said this so many times this week, the Investor Day, two, uh, this time last year, like, they announced so much stuff that they were always going to end up repeating over what they did. They did repeat a little bit too much. I will give them a little bit of uh, minus on that. But I think they announced so much last year in advance that it kind of ended up taking away a little bit from today. There were some issues, I think, with the presentation style of how they were doing it. Um, I don't know about you, but when they sent all the stuff onto Disney+, Plus, like the, Pic the Pixar short, or the Pixar one, I mean, we'll get into that in the actual detail, but that never should have been done the way they did it. That was just a terrible thing to put on the Disney Plus. There was nothing to it. Um, the Marvel one was, I understand why they did it, but we'll get into the whole Marvel thing a little bit later on and talk about the issues. But there, I did actually, I did have a, a pretty lengthy article today talking about whether or not it delivered. And I think that was the problem. There was a lot of people really negatively reacting to what they announced yesterday because a lot of it was just logos. A logos of stuff we've already seen. And that was kind of, it was getting to that point going, well, you've kind of already announced this. And very vague, oh, this is coming in 2023. Yeah, yeah, but we knew that. You know, it was like, that was the problem. There's a lot of great stuff that was coming in 2022. But I think a lot of fans were expecting a lot. And there's a whole other issue with Star Wars, which we're gonna, that's going to be a whole separate section. Um, so I, I think like what they were announcing was pretty cool. There were some surprises there that looks pretty cool. Um, the star stuff as well, then I'm gonna be getting into that a little bit later as well. But I think overall, I thought it went actually, it was a pretty solid day. Um, the content that was dropped was great. I don't think it helped with all the trailers leaking the night before because uh, they went up on well, the thing is, I think like one of the hot stars uploaded them like instead of putting them on for the time. So when they went over to Disney Plus Day, which was right, they went up and then they all went across the internet. So I was kind of i did end up watching all the trailers the night before i went to bed um so when they were released it actually worked out best for me because i'd already seen them all. but it um and i was able to 
prepare some articles to kind of get around. <laughs> so it worked out quite nicely. Um, but yeah, so that kind of took away a little bit of the sting a little bit because they'd kind of, um, I mean, they were taking them down as fast as they were going up. But yeah, it did kind of like, oh, yeah, you kind of leaked it yourself. So that was a little bit of an, of an issue. So that was a little bit of a bump in the road. But I think, again, in the morning, they allowed a load of stuff for the UK side of things. All that was pretty cool. Um, but the buzzer, and I'm, I mean, you know, we've had an upgrade to the UI for Disney Plus. You know, it looks a little bit better. I'm still not convinced it's 100% better. I, there's certain parts of the, I, I still, there's no new, so I don't know if that's going to change to the celebrate Disney. But I like how they've broken up the, the, the main screen a little bit. It's not quite so, um, just the same squares over and over again. I'll actually uh, talk about the UI a little bit when we get to the Olaf shorts. Actually, yes, that, that's what was one of the ones where I noticed uh, what was most obviously like you made a change here and I actually don't like the change. But we'll get to that when we talk about Olaf. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of like how they announce stuff, I have to admit, I have no idea how they announce stuff. Um, I literally was just on on your page. What's on yeah. Disney plus dot com because I was working during yeah. the day and and, you know, I'd, I'd find a break during work and I just run over and hit, you know, F5. Anything new? Uh, so I didn't see I mm. I saw that they posted them on Disney Plus, and I'm, I'm sure they were in other places, but I, I didn't actually watch any of these little videos that they put up. Well, what the, one of the problems was um, a lot of people were expecting a live show. A lot of people mm. were expecting a live presentation. Um, I know that, I mean, we I... I was I'd been planning uh, to do a, like a live stream before it all kicked off. I mean, I'd been planning that um, for a while, and I'd even done a couple of test runs before it. Um, and so many people were coming in expecting this live show. It's like there isn't one, and people were asking the whole day, "Well, what's it?" It's like, "Well, they're doing this presentation at this time. This is happening at this time. You're going to have to go." And the problem is, what it was doing is they were doing stuff on Twitter and and Facebook and Instagram. So like every five, every couple of minutes, they were putting up a new um, logo or a new little video, and then they'd put up another one. It was a bit, and it was like a Twitter storm of just like coming in and coming in. So you'd um, you'd just be keep checking. So you wouldn't know necessarily, it could be a couple of minutes, it could be two minutes, it could be a minute, it could be 10 minutes. So you didn't know when they were going to drop. And then in between that, they were dropping YouTube videos and all the rest of it. And so people were like looking for this announcement kind of thing. And then at four o'clock, like my time, they then had put a little video, the Pixar 2021 video, up on Disney Plus. But you had so you then had to go over to Disney Cluster, and then at f then they dropped a load of Marvel announcements, and then like go watch it at 4:45 on Disney Plus in the US, or oh, sorry on, on Disney Plus itself. And so you know you had this one here, but it wasn't here. You had to, the only way I could find it was literally doing a search for like 2021 and managed to find because it, it wasn't showing up on the homepage and people were watching it. Um, yeah, and it was like okay, and then you're like you're going through it, and you're going right. There's a and it's like one division, click, 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 click. I'll be honest. In the end, I just moved the mouse along and was like, oh, uh, okay, they're doing Loki, they're doing uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and dropped the like, at, you know, minute seven or eight when we get into the Hawkeye stuff, and then there was a little bit of an extended. And it's like, wow, this was a real mess of like why they didn't just put. A little snippet of of She Hulk, a little snippet of Miss Marvel, a little snippet of Moonlight, because that was a great stuff. You know that stuff was great, but they I really like fudged it in terms of like you need to go over to Disney Plus to watch it. It's like, yeah, but it's not what it was. That's it was it was a really messy way of trying to get people into the app for essentially a one minute clip. Well, I mean that that probably 
last bit there was the objective get mm -hmm. people into the app yeah. um and they they didn't necessarily want you to be in the app for the for the minute they they wanted you to to be like oh i came here to see the the marvel 2021 or 2022 clip um but hey look there's shang chi is on here or uh home sweet home alone is on here let's let's try some yeah. of these things out um but i could definitely see how that would annoy people honestly even without watching them i did find them a little long because like uh some of the the lesser titles uh the the not lesser but lower um lower interest titles that they released yesterday some of the back catalog stuff like you really had to press over to the yeah. right several times to get past the uh, the little preview clips before you got to those. It yeah. minor annoyance. They definitely should rethink that. Um, also, yeah. the Twitter storm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's not the first time they've done a Twitter storm. I think this is the third mm. or fourth time where they've just been like, "All yeah. right, something every ten or fifteen minutes." And I don't think that's really clicking with a lot of people. Well, I mean, they've done it. They've done it like. On National Streaming Day, they kind of said, look, there'll be an announcement at 11, announcement at half 10, announcement at, you know, 10. So you kind of knew there was something coming. I don't necessarily disagree with the idea of them not doing, or the idea of them doing a live presentation. Because I don't think it's the best, I don't necessarily think that's always the best way of presenting stuff. Because if you stand somebody there for an hour, two hours, four hours, like they did last year, and like, here's it, people can get bored. And people are only waiting. I mean, you saw it on on social media. Of, Where's Kenobi? 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 So they're not getting what they want. So they're just like getting angry. So that, and we've seen it with DC Fandom. We've seen it with Tadum, the um, Netflix one. We've seen it a lot in video games. You know, you see now like with E3 where they've kind of stopped doing the big presentations. They used to have hour long, two hour long presentations. They've been cutting it back, cutting it back because people are only interested in like one or two things and. While it feels like you're watching an event, it doesn't, it's too much information all at once. And I feel like this was this. There was too much information given out all at once. And the presentation can have that effect. You know, you can do like a Nintendo Direct where it's a bit shorter and a few more shorter things. But I can't help but feel like with some of this stuff, it would have made much more impact had they just dropped it on its own, on its own separate day in an app, and then go like, okay, on a random Tuesday, here is the trailer for Ice Age. And it would have had the entire thing to itself. And had the, you know, and people could have talked about it, whereas it got lost. And this is the trouble when they announced if they announced 25 things, there might only be a couple of things that resonate, and things get buried, and people go, I don't care, I don't care where's where's Kenobi, where's Kenobi, where's where's Moon Knight, where's Moon? and that's what the problem was, was everyone was so you know, I don't interested in this, stop this. And I'm not a pro I don't have a problem with them not doing a presentation and announcing, but I do feel like when you're announced. 20 things at once you could there's just stuff going to get lost and then i think it'll, and i still think they announced so much last year because they were just trying to keep the business trying to keep disney alive um trying, you know because they weren't making any money anywhere so they, they announced way too much and then we ended up with a situation where they couldn't like you know we weren't going to get surprised because they had already announced 15 20 projects for 2022 and they just had to follow up on them um, I, I there's a, and, and then also there was the other issue I think of them announcing stuff which we already knew about if you'd been paying any attention because they hadn't officially announced them. So therefore that takes it away as well. I'm going to, well I knew about that. I knew about that. There was literally probably only three things in the entire announcements that I didn't know about, which is, yeah, which a lot of people were like, well, we didn't find out anything. It's like, well, we did, but if you were expecting a lot of announcements of stuff you didn't know about, the ones in the know knew about it, but the mass majority of people wouldn't have known about them. 
And that's the key thing here is the main, this was an event to get the mainstream audience, not us fans. That and it is important for them to confirm rumors. Um, mm. It if it's a rumor, then it's not a real thing, and they do need to announce it, even mm. if you know it's it's on the way. Uh, the other thing I was going to say, though, you mentioned like Nintendo Directs. I think mm. uh, it was like a PlayStation All Access, yeah. things like that. Um, there is actually something to be said for that, though. Mm. Um, you know, doing it this way, where you've got an announcement every twenty minutes or so individually it mm. means that when you're waiting for each individual announcement you kind of hype them up one at yeah. a time so when it's not something that you want it to be it's more disappointing but when you do a nintendo director or, or playstation or an xbox uh it's normally like all right here's the trailer um we'll talk about it for like 40 seconds and then here's the next trailer and then yeah. here's the next trailer and then here's the next trailer so if that trailer that they they drop isn't uh to your liking the next one's only a minute mm. or two away um, and then also it is very popular for them to, to live stream on, on YouTube and Twitch. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's commentary in the chat and, uh, you don't have as much chance to be negative to, to mm -hmm. start building up that. Where's the Kenobi trailer? Because, yeah. uh, oh, we're on to the next trailer. Let's talk about that one. Let's talk about yeah. that one. Exactly. I mean, I think, yeah, I was going to say the only way my view on that is like, you need to kind of go, right. We're doing a Marvel direct. So it's only Marvel. So you don't get people, you know, it's like, I think this is this kind of way of how they've got to learn how to present this stuff. And, you know, they want to make Disney Plus Day a annual event. And I think that's a good idea. This, turning the theme parks all blue, tying it in with events, doing some promotions on Shop Disney, loading up for an anniversary date and putting some more content on and making a few announcements and doing some special things. I think that's a great idea, but I don't think they can... They went a little bit. They, I don't know what they were doing. It it seemed like they they were. I don't think it helped sending everyone trying to send everyone into the app to watch a, a two minute video. I don't think that helped. <laughs> it was a bit like it was like, well, what? Why not just? To, and then they announced on Twitter anyway. Like, well, why not? Just, I just feel like had they released those clips of those three Marvel shows on YouTube, they would have just had millions of hits. Um, and they. I don't know. It's that's my only. It's a little bit of was one thing of like it's like it, there was so much good about it, and there's a few things they they dropped they fumbled the ball on. So it's like they, I still think they won the game, but they fumbled a few and lost a few touchdowns on the way because they didn't quite hit the landing. Yeah, it, Disney in general, not just Disney uh, Plus, but Disney in general, is still kind of struggling with figuring out how to communicate with modern audiences mm. that they, they're much better than they were. I mean, you, yeah. you look back in like the Disney infinity and the vinyl mation days mm. and it's like nothing. You, you, you had to go by leaks cause there was never yeah. any, any actual release information. They're getting better, but uh, you can see this is a lesson that was learned by again, Nintendo, Sony, mm. Microsoft, a lot of the publishers over there, movie companies have been starting to do it as well. Um, it just really seems like the like the streamers this I've really like got in on it this year because we've had like a few big events and it's like yeah you guys are you're and they're like oh yeah you're learning all this you've got to have all the same problems that like E3 used to have <laughs> just, yeah. yeah but to uh, to speak to one other point there you know um, I don't think they realize how much people prefer to have their content um, separated out by platform so yeah. I go to YouTube to get. The trailers. I go to Twitter yeah. to get the news bites. I go to Disney Plus to watch movies and shows. And this is what you were saying: is yeah. 
you don't put the teasers on Disney Plus. You put the teasers on on YouTube because that's where the audience wants to go for it. Yeah, I don't. I, I think. I mean, just literally here now on Disney um, Disney Plus, they've now added in um, a new section here on the actual app itself, which I actually don't think is a bad thing. They've now um, to see here where they, where where have they moved it to? It was a little bit higher up, I think, at one point. Let's see if I've gone right past. So here, the special look. So here we've got like. Um, a couple of different trailers here. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think having the trailers here showcasing stuff, I don't think it's a bad idea to put the trailers in here. And they've got like a coming soon section and all the rest of it. But what I'm, um, what like here, for example, you know, you can watch this and then you can watch the trailer for that. I don't think that's, a, I think this is a great addition, a great addition. But you kind of needed to do both. <laughs> you know, YouTube is you YouTube and social media, get it out there to the masses, and then you put it in here as well for other people. So I definitely feel there's a bit of both going on there. Yeah, no, you, you do need them in the Disney Plus app itself too, but more as a um for people not paying attention, mm. for people who didn't know there were a lot of announcements yesterday. They come in to mm. to watch their their weekly content drop, or they they heard that Shang-Chi was was dropped, so they're on there and they're like, oh. Announced with Hawkeye. What's this going on? Boba Fett. And and then they can see it that way. But the mm. people who were actually looking to get the content yesterday, the, the trailers and the news, um, yeah, it, that that should be primarily YouTube. Yeah. Right. So let's now um let's start now going through um some of these announcements. So we're gonna go down. I did become like a master list here. So we're gonna start off with the Disney, since it makes sense. That's where they started. Um, so we got cheaper by the dozen. So that's a new, new movie, and that's coming in 2022. Again, we just got a logo and them talking about it. We've got Disenchanted. It's coming in fall 2022. Again, nothing really massive newly there. And we, we had a new poster for uh, Diary of the Wimpy Kid, which comes out in, in a couple of weeks. A little announcement we weren't expecting was that they're making um, the Roderick Rules movie. Um, that's going to be another – it's the second book. So they've already got the sequel already planned. And it's already coming in 2022. So they are really ramping up on these Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies. We've got two now coming. And I suspect if they do well, which I think they would do, um, we're going to see more of them. So that's pretty interesting. It's interesting is that because it's like, okay, we didn't know about that one. And we've got a sequel before we've even got the first one out. You don't get that very often. No, it suggests they have a lot of confidence in it. I think it's I think it's just the right, I think it's the right thing just right now for that one uh chippendale rescue rangers is coming in spring 22 there's a little video with the um the two people involved again nothing we didn't see anything there were i mean they say they tease some stream some artwork it literally was a, a scrap of a paper we got a new clip of the beatles get back which is obviously the three-day event happening over thanksgiving really interesting as well with this beatles one i've had quite a lot of emails and messages of Older or older people that I don't think they've quite grasped of, of like what streaming is and asking like what time is it on and will it disappear and uh, what how do I watch it, um, which I think is in, I, which is good. I think that's great that it's pulling in a different audience, but they're still they're used to television, you know. Like what like, what if I is it, is it will it be available after three days? I'm like wow, that's I was like gonna oh right, this is this is almost like. It is like one of my aunties or uncles were like, um, what's this thing I want to watch? But where is it? <laughs> and they're like, what channel is it on? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's good. But that's what I think is great about the Beatles because it's pulling in um, a different audience. Oh, yeah. And I, I think a lot of people will be very interested to see this one. Mm. Uh, the clip they released was was pretty entertaining. Mm. Uh, just just the Beatles jamming on. Um, yeah. 
I can't remember. Yeah, I am. I am. I am looking forward to it. I have been listening to the album um, quite a bit over the last couple of weeks to try and because some of the tracks I know well, but it's like I think it just will help with my overall thing if I'm more familiar with the songs. Um, Better Nate Than Ever, which is a new one. We, it's coming in spring 2022. Um, again, we knew about this one, but it's officially been revealed. Hocus Pocus 2, we got the first look at the three main characters, just up because they're filming that right now. See, now I think that's, I think that's pretty good. I'll just get the picture out there, show it. You know, they are literally filming it right now. And that's just a simple way of giving us an update because they can't give us a clip or anything because they're, they're literally filming it right now. But a little, just a little sneak peek. Um, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. And that one was, was actually done well because I, I saw the picture without context. Like it, it yeah. didn't have the logo on it and I didn't see the headline to it. It was like, why are they releasing a picture of Hocus Pocus? And, and I thought that it was uh, from the original movie. And, and then it's like Hocus Pocus 2 cast picture. Oh, oh. They did a yeah. good job of recreating these characters. Yeah, no, I think that was good. And um, they also confirmed Pinocchio for fall 2022. That we kind of knew that a little bit before because of the investors that um, investor quarterly investors the other day, which was a whole thing I totally forgot to put on the list. Um, Ice Age is coming in. The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild will be coming on January the 28th. So we've got a date for that one. We've got a trailer. What did you think of that one? Um. It looked decent enough. I mean, Simon Pegg is obviously a really good actor. Um, the Ice Age movies never really clicked with me, but it seems like you can kind of jump into this one on its own. So I'll give it a try when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Ice Age movies. I saw a few of them at the cinema. I like Buck Wild, so I'm quite happy for that one. We've got Sneakerella, a brand new movie coming on February the 18th. I'm surprised it didn't go a little bit earlier for, for Valentine's Day. Um, but who knows? But the trailer looked okay. It's a Disney Channel movie. It's, it's. I'll be honest. It's not for me. But um, uh, yeah. I'm glad we. I'm glad we got a trailer and a date. That was that was good. Yeah. Ne neither of us are. Uh, what's the sneakerhead? Decons. Yeah. Well, yes. Because I I have two pairs of sneakers, but I just I, happen to buy the same brand every single time because it's comfortable. Rather than that's pretty. That's pretty much the same for me. <laughs> but but. I do acknowledge there is a, a huge subculture with, with sneakers. So I'm hoping this does get out to those people and, and that it scratches the itch. Obviously this is aiming for a much younger audience. It does seem like a decent take on Cinderella. So I hope they execute it well enough. Yes. Yeah, so, and it looks a little bit different. And um, we're getting the prouder family louder and prouder. So there's going to be 10 episodes dropping weekly at some point in February. I never watched the original. So I'm kind of, um, I'm lukewarm on that because I don't know about the, I don't know about it, but I, a lot of people are excited about it. So I'm, I'm glad for them. I'm, I, I'm willing to give it a go. I, I've never seen it either, but I watched this trailer and was like, that was really entertaining. I might have yeah. to go back and watch some of the older stuff. And and uh, I, and I'm actually interested in seeing this one, whether or not I'm able to to see the older stuff yeah. in advance. Um, yeah, we we had a little tease for High School Musical, the musical season three. Looks like it's going to be Frozen. That'll be the, the songs for that one. Um, this was the big announcement. This is the one that I personally thought was the was the big one. The Spiderwick Chronicles is a brand new live action series being made with Paramount and 20th Television, and they released some concept art. That one looked good. Um, that was the one that available. I was like, ooh, I didn't know about that one. That and that that looks like a good something fantasy that's not Marvel or Disney. Oh, sorry, Marvel or Star Wars. I think that's just a great pickup. And a little bit of a darker edge to it by yeah. the look of it. Now, I'm a, I'm aware of the yeah. Spiderwick Chronicles. They're obviously a very, very popular mm. book series, but never read them. So probably go into this one pretty blind. Yeah, I'm, I I think I have maybe seen the movie, but I don't know if I have or not. So I'm going in blind. So that one was the one. Oh, yeah. Spiderwick Chronicles, 
highlight of highlight for me are some of the stuff that got announced. Baymax, a brand new animated series coming in twenty in the summer of twenty twenty two. Trailer, just what we was expecting. I, there wasn't anything there that I wasn't too sure of. No, but I was glad that they did uh, clear up that this really is a Baymax series. Yeah. It, it really is about him actually doing uh, what he was originally designed to do. Yeah. Is it, they already have the Big Hero Six show. If you want superheroes, it's a mm. it's a solid series. It's I believe entirely up on Disney Plus at this point. Yes. But this is a, a completely different direction. Uh, I'm all for it. Looks good. Yes. No, that one's looking good. Uh, we got um, a bit of a, some artwork for Zootopia Plus, which is coming in 2020. This is a short series, so I mean, the, the trouble is with these kind of things. They could literally be a minute a piece, like Olaf presents. Um, so it's hard to get like. Well, I don't really know what it is. Um, Tiana is going to be coming in 2023. This is a full series. Um, some new concept art as well, saying that she's just left. Um, so she's like leaving it again. Great artwork, but this is the problem of them saying it. Um, in 2023, we're in that situation of when they, and we're in 20, say at this time next year, and they give us some more images. Go, we've heard about this the last two years running, so it's a bit of a catch 22 but then if they don't want links to get out get it out early it's a little bit of a catch 22 on that one um and, and it is good to to kind of build a little bit of hype up on that mm -hmm. one as well because like princess and the frog they they don't they don't really bring that one up all that often i know tiana's at the parks uh as a meet and greet and stuff now but it's not one of the movies that they bring up too often, and it should. It's a it's a well, good, I mean, solid movie. Splash Mountain's getting a theme refeme to it, so that it's, it's all That's true. it's, it's going to get a much bigger thing. So I think personally, for me, from the Disney side of things, the Spider Chronicles was the was the highlight. I'm glad that we're getting a few movies because this year has been a bit light on the movie side of things. We're definitely getting a few more next year. Um, overall, I'm like okay, Chippendale Rescue Rangers totally in. Cheaper by the dozen. Well, we'll give it a go, but I'm not. I'm not expecting a huge amount. Disenchanted sounds cool, um, but a lot of it's very. It's very safe. It's very. Um, there's. There's nothing. There wasn't really. Again, nothing there which kind of lent. Here's something different. It's, it, I don't know. It's just. It was a little bit on the Disney side of things. Um, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot more. A lot more to be because there's a load of movies and stuff that they didn't um, confirm or anything like that. But I think for the Disney side, that was pretty solid. Um, anything from the Disney side you want to add on that one? No, I, I think the Spiderwick Chronicles was the big one. I I call out the Baymax trailer again. Yeah. I I did enjoy that one. I'm very much looking forward mm -hmm. to that series. So those were the the two yeah. big ones. Um, but obviously the stuff that that most people mm -hmm. are going to be clamoring for are Marvel and and Star Wars. But we have one more pit stop before mm -hmm. we get to those ones. Yeah, well, they, uh, the only thing that could get me with the Disney side is they didn't, like, reconfirm, like, Mysterious Benedict Society or Big Shot or uh, Mighty Ducks returning. They didn't do anything like that. They didn't announce, like, a return of Doogie Kamaloha. You know, they they kind of, um, they which I would have thought, I mean, some of these other announcements are like, well, there's, not, there's nothing new here, so you could have, they could have got away with it. Um, yeah, so it's a bit of a tricky one. Yeah, it, it does seem like the entire purpose, though, was uh, the new stuff. They, they yeah. weren't really too worried about season two of this, season two of that, yeah. season two of that. Oh, we had a kerfuffle with Emilio Estevez or yeah. things like that. Yeah, <laughs> no. um, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. No, th this was an entirely new yeah. stuff. Sure, we knew most of it, but these are, are not returning series. These are new series. 
Yeah, and then let's move now on to Pixar. So this was a little bit different. This is where they sent us over to Disney Plus. They were made this big deal of having this big presentation on Disney Plus at four o'clock UK time. So we went in and found it, and I think it was three minutes. Three minutes. It was like, really? This is, this is you got three minutes. Of which um, Pete Ducker's like taking us around Pixar and doing some really awkward scenes with people. Um, the Cars bit, Cars on the Road, great, a brand new um, series um, coming in 2022. Um, I still don't know if it's, I think it's still actually a short series. I think it's a little, because it, it, they specifically say that um, that the win or lose is the first long form series. So that makes me think that, that Cars on the Road might be a bit of a short version. Um, we know now that um, Larry, the cable guy, and also uh, Owen Wilson are returning to do the voices. I mean, I love cars, but it was like, this concept art is really early. I mean, <laughs> it's like, like, okay, they were quite a way off that one. Um, and then they also like gave us some a picture, some concept art of win or lose. And so it's like, this concept art you released 10 months ago. It's not new. It literally was along the lines of there wasn't anything new on that bit at all. The, the where winner lose is coming in 2023. Like you've already you've given us the same image you've already released. And then they said, Oh, they're doing two documentaries on Turning Red and Lightyear. And again, didn't show us anything of them. Or even confirm like, oh, these are also coming to Disney Plus. You know, they could I mean it would have been great if they'd done like a little bit of a spiel at some point saying, look at the movies that will also be coming. I didn't maybe they didn't want to confuse people because it's but this was like, why did you make this into this has got less announcements than any well, nearly any <laughs> any of the other um brands. Why make a big deal of Pixar having its own little special on Disney Plus? Because it was so like that was and kind of pathetic it was i i was like we didn't get i don't know it just felt such a waste of an opportunity of like why did you send this all to disney plus for that because it was pointless yeah uh i know the cars is is really popular uh mm. but if they wanted to hype this up they needed to put more details and they needed to, to let us know what the longer term plans were i would kind of read between the lines a little bit mm. uh that if they didn't do an actual feature on uh turning red and light year that the intention will be to send them to theaters first. Yeah. Um, yeah. And well, I know I know that, the, yeah. The movies are going to theaters first, but I think it was, but they didn't even show any like clips of that. And I don't know. It's, it just felt like the, the Pixar special is like, you should have done this for all of them or none of them. It was a bit like, why did Pixar get picked out? Have this little cute little video that would have been fine on YouTube. They didn't need to do it on, I don't know. It was, it's just a weird little like presentation way of doing it, of just like get on, no like thing of what's going on of what, of everybody else. I don't know. I mean, I quite, you know, the video in itself was fine and it would have been nice if all five or all six different um, units had all had maybe to do the same kind of thing where they each got to present their own little presentation. That might've been a way of doing it. And release them an hour apart, kind of thing. That could have been a way of doing it. But why Pixar got this little special, which they just didn't say anything. It just was a bit of a, of a wasted opportunity. I don't know. Uh, maybe nope. Pixar will get their own event at some point. But yes. Yeah. Right now, um, let's now move on to the big boy, the Bond. Though in all the heavy lifting, this one is the mule of Disney Plus right now, and that is Marvel. Um, wow, they they definitely we got a little bit here. So we got a, a, a clip of. Hawkeye, which looked a little bit odd. 
it I wasn't 100% sure they did actually have a a um some people some of the press have now kind of been putting out their social media ones haven't seen them yet myself but I'm looking forward to seeing that one when it drops so we got a little bit of Hawkeye which we expected you know we did expect to see a clip um on Disney Plus day Moon Knight coming in 2022 no date a very very 20 30 seconds not a huge amount i think it looks fantastic i've watched it three times already um i'm really looking forward to the series it just looks so different and that's what i like about it it looks really different um it, it should be a much darker show uh maybe a little more cerebral plus i mean oscar isaac has been doing some great work yeah uh, he was good in dune he's been good in the other movies but this looks like it's going back almost to to his first breakout which was ex machina uh, before Star Wars and uh, the psychological kind of stuff. So mm. this is at the moment, other than the stuff that that's imminently being released, like Hawkeye, mm. uh, Moon Knight is my is the Marvel yeah. show I'm most looking forward to at the moment. I think for me as well, because I know so little about the character, it's more intriguing. Um, I think that's the thing for me. I, I've never read a Moon Knight comic book, so I've got no knowledge of this character. So therefore, um, I'm probably more excited about it because of that. Um, yeah, a lot of it will depend on how psychological they want to go mm. with it. Uh, cause one of the things with moon Knight is he has kind of a split personality thing going on. Like think if, if Batman's alternate personalities actually were real personalities mm. instead of Bruce pretending to be them. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know how deep they're going into that. They might not yeah. want to deal with that in the first season. It might be a later thing. We'll they had a little bit of him. Like it's he, like he was confused of what he'd done. He kind of like like reawakened and he's already beaten up a load of people. So they're obviously going to play on it a little bit, which I think they need to. But yeah, Moon Knight's a highlight. Definitely the one of the highlights of um this whole presentation. It's probably yeah, it's it's probably in the top five for me. Um She Hulk. So we got our first look at She Hulk, which is gonna be coming in 2022. Um I really like I'm this is the one I'm actually it's like I've always liked. I've always like been a big fan of the Hulk and everything. And this, this is a Hulk series. You know, they're playing on it. Um, I thought she looked, I mean, we didn't see too much of her as She-Hulk, but I thought it enough to make it look kind of interesting. And yeah, again, can't wait for this one. This one is one I'm really looking forward to. Shame we didn't get a date, but at the minute I'm wondering like with all the, you know, where they're all going to lie and release at a later date. But yeah, She-Hulk just looks great. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this. I, I loved seeing her in that um, Orphan Black series, mm. uh, which was was great. That was a BBC show. And we got to see a little bit of um, Mark Ruffalo there mm. as Hulk as well, which was it was nice to see that they, they had him as the Hulk, too. So yeah. it says they're spending some uh, some visual effects budgets on there. But that to me also, it like it deals with the elephant in the room with, with it's like, yeah, he's in it. He's just in it. So just it's <laughs> it's just like you know it, it's it's fine. We he, he he's going to be in it. So that I mean that he might be only in it for one scene, but we know that it's at least you know, and he's helping train her up. Which I'm, yeah, I mean uh, if they follow the comics, he is directly part of her origin. Uh, we'll see if they go that route or not. Um, and then even though we didn't see him, the press release does specifically call out Tim Roth as abomination as well. So. Yeah. Uh, so we saw him in Shang-Chi, and it's it's fun to see him coming back for this as well. Yeah, and also, I mean, he didn't look like he was a villain in Shang-Chi, so that's, that's the other thing as well. He was, yeah, it, they had that fun little just kind of like yeah. uh, hustle going yeah. with Wong. That was great. Yeah. 
So that one that was good. We also got a little bit more of uh, Miss Marvel. That one's coming in the summer of 2022. I think this looked a lot better than we saw last year at the Sizzle Reel. Um, I think there's a lot of people disappointed. It's been it's like summer. I don't know if that's because of the Marvel movie, the Marvels being pushed back to February 2023. Um, I know that when this was revealed during the quarterly investors day or quarterly investors call on Wednesday. It might be that they need to do some more work on the special effects, could be anything, but I think a lot of people were expecting this maybe like spring, like after Bubba or during like early part. I don't think people were expecting this one to slide back into summer because we don't know what's happening with the other two. Um, you know, when are they going to drop? Are they after this one? I'd imagine, I, st I still think She-Hulk is dropping before Miss Marvel. I think that's my, my guts. Well, the, that's my gut now. I was yeah. actually thinking Miss Marvel was going to be fairly early next yeah. year. Um, but this obviously they yeah. they didn't give a specific date, but summer, you know, gives us a ballpark. Now I think she <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, so that one was cool. So we also had a couple of other things announced. So we had Echo, which is a brand new series. It's not um the dolphin for I did saw a couple of people say in the comments like, Who's Echo? Is it the dolphin? It's like, wow, we're going through some 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 age old references to some video games here. This is the problem of this. Had been this has been talked about for a long time with with um, Echo, which is all about a new superhero, um, which is going to be introduced in Hawkeye. So this would have been a thing if this would have made more sense after Hawkeye was out, but they obviously had to get it out there and make a bit of a thing. So this is, I would imagine, like a spin-off. This is really getting a lot of people really excited because of of dead of not Deadpool of um, Daredevil. Because now we're, you know, Echo is so intertwined with the Kingpin because she was an adopted daughter of him and loved Daredevil with a lot of expectation. And, you know, the, the rumors with Daredevil popping up in She-Hulk and also in Spider-Man. This one's got a lot of people going, hmm, what's, you know, this could be like their, their version of doing Daredevil without doing Daredevil. <laughs> Well, so, I, I would love if if Kingpin from the Daredevil series oh, so uh, cool. dropped in. He 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 was so good as Kingpin. Yeah. I mean, maybe speak a little louder, please. He he definitely yeah. had a, a whispery thing going on. But uh, yeah, Echo definitely looking forward to this. Uh, very interesting character. Mm. Uh, whether with or without Daredevil, uh, mm. there's a lot they can do with that character. So. I, I mean, I love Daredevil. I mean, he was he was the only reason I got Netflix. That was the reason I got Netflix was for Daredevil. That show was so great. Um, we got a new logo of Ironheart. Um, that's it. I, again, it's like we've got a new logo. It's hard. Uh, it's it's hard not to give him a bit of a stick on something like this. Going well, we had this last year. It's a different logo. Um, we can't really kind of give him much credit on that. Um, then we. Yeah. It, it was just a, a reminder. Hey, yes. Ironheart, we have, we have Ironheart. That's it. Uh, we've also got a brand new series, Agatha House of Harkness, which was it's been rumored for a while. We knew it was coming um, a couple of weeks ago. It kind of started breaking out. Um, this is basically, I would imagine, as One Division Part Two. Um, you know, with this, the same writer as coming back to do it. Could, I don't know how long that one could be. That could be a while off. It could be a while away. But nice. I like this sort of hurt that being confirmed. You know. This is the trouble sometimes when the news gets out ahead of these announcements, it kind of loses its steam. Um, Secret Invasion is coming at some point, no date. So I'm guessing it ain't happening in 2022. So that'll be, uh, and we saw three seconds of a really old um, Nick Fury, um, <laughs> yeah. who might be a scroll. Um, 
we've got a new logo. We've got a green logo now with a bit of purple for a scroll. I'm I'm actually not impressed with this logo at all. There's there's something about the font that they use. It's this kind of. Yeah, I, I think know. I did. I think I preferred the red version from last year. Um, yeah. But I get I, what they're going with the scroll look. Yeah, but either way, um, and I, I have said repeatedly, I really did not like the comic version of mm. this, but I also didn't like the comic version of Civil War, and that turned out to be a really good movie. So I will give this one uh, a good shot. Plus, I always love seeing Ben Mendelsohn and Sam Jackson. They're, they're great to yeah. watch. I, I did remember, I did, I did actually, I remember Secret Invasion brought me back in and brought all the miniseries and stuff, and it all came out. And yeah, I like that one. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special with a logo was like, yeah, there's nothing more. Like, we know it's coming uh, but that was but that was what was i think was one of the problems of what was annoying people was like this isn't you, you did this last year and you've not given us a so it would have been better not to have said anything rather than like because it's like you haven't said anything to hear it's just i think that's where they made a little bit of a mistake with that one well this is why i think that maybe going with that nintendo direct style might have worked a little bit better for them because then you can do, all right, here's, here's secret invasion. Um, and here's the title card for, for the guardians of the galaxy. And then just move immediately on to the next item. Yeah. Whereas if you're doing it as a Twitter drop every 20, 30 minutes or so, uh, it, it feels a little disappointing to, to be, I waited 20 minutes for the next announcement and it was just something. Literally, you know. I mean, the Marvel ones were coming like every 20 seconds. They didn't even well, get any chance to, that was the speed that they were coming in at. But I think like, in a vid, like you say, in a presentation, they want to go. Oh, and by the way, we're filming this one. We're filming Guardians of the Free right now. And um, there's also going to be a holiday special coming as well. That would have. It's like how they present it, where it gets lost in a in a logo. Um, and this was the next big one. For, and I'm going to be honest. This for me was like, ooh, there'd been rumors of it all week, so we kind of had heard of it. And there's been rumors going around for quite a while about it. But X-Men 97 is a continuation of the classic series from the 90s um, with the original voice coming back, a lot of the original voice characters coming back. Um, great. I mean, this. I mean, I love the fact that they've got Marvel Studios written above it, um, which is a bit fun. But the, this X-Men cartoon for me, I can't quite put over the fact of how important this was for me with Marvel. Um, this was, like I would say, one of my biggest gateways into being a, a fan as an adult. I wouldn't say that. I mean, this was there. I was like 11, 12 when this series came out. I remember playing the X-Men a video game at the arcade. I put so many Tempes into that machine. It's unbelievable. Um, this is what introduced this is what I know the X this is where I know X-Men from. This is what I didn't know them from the cartoon from the comic books. This is how they got introduced was through this was through this series. The theme song, I could go straight into it right now. You know, it to me, this is one of the quintessential sh um shows I watched as a child. As a as a like a I would say, you know, as a late teen. This Batman, Superman, the event of the Spider-Man, those were like the, the such a great era. And this coming back for some more. It's actually just made me now. I need to go back and rewatch the series before this drops, <laughs> which is all available right now on Disney Plus. Um, wink, wink. Is it in proper <laughs> order now? Have they have they fixed the? Uh, the I think forms? there might be still be a few issues, but I, yeah. I think they have tried to do it. But yeah, for me that was a, that was one of the highlights of the of the day. This was a highlight, and it was a big surprise for me. I I had not been tracking the rumors at all. So when they announced this, I was like, "Wait, where did this come from? This is fantastic." Um, I'm in the same boat with you. Uh, the X Men show was my gateway. I, I saw several episodes of that, and then very shortly after, I went to the comic shop for the first time. I got X Men number twenty eight. Uh, 
from the 1990 series and it's been just history ever since then mm -hmm. this uh the spider-man show the batman adventures which mm -hmm. uh credit where it's due i think is still probably the greatest uh mm -hmm. superhero cartoon that we've had so far um all of that we we yeah. had some great 90s cartoons uh also the tick and that's yeah. that, oh, that, yeah. that was another great that, one yeah. too so to have them come back and do this again uh i just like i'm super yeah. psyched i'm definitely going to watch the cartoon uh the 90s cartoon again yeah. um they've actually released a couple of comics uh in the mm -hmm. last few years that were also a continuation i'm assuming that those are not going to be part of this mm -hmm. but uh if you if you want them in the traditional media there is yeah. uh, a cartoon series that built on this as the well. The thing is, well, I mean, when this came out, when, I mean, saying it's 97, so that means it ended in 96. So for me, I was 16 years old when, when this series ended. Now, what I don't think, especially younger people maybe wouldn't understand, was superhero movies sucked back then. We only had Batman and Batman Returns was like the only like decent superhero movies at that time. We didn't, the concept of a, a large universe because this one flipped over with the Spider-Man cartoon as well. Yeah, you know, th this was the nearest thing we had to an MCU at the time, and this was the and it was it was so great. And I, you know, I don't think it, people, you know, it's so hard to understand what we've got now with comic books compared to what we had back then. You know, we're like Lois and Clark was like, and there was no such thing as a Marvel live-action TV series. It didn't even exist. Um, I mean, other than like the Incredible Hulk, which was, I mean, that was something from a lot of a different generation. We just didn't have this stuff. And, and I mean, yeah, there's the Incredible Hulk. There were even like Captain America movies and stuff, but don't don't make the effort to track them down. They no. they they weren't good to begin with, and they definitely have not aged well. Um, yeah, it wasn't really until Blade actually. Yeah. A, a lot of people say X Men, but Blade came first and really said, oh yeah, you can do a superhero movie yeah. live action, uh, but yeah, the, the, this this brings back a lot of memories. I'm really looking forward to rewatching uh, the X Men cartoon. Yeah, um, we also got season two of What If. I mean, we already knew that. I mean, they already they had didn't hide that going into season one. So it was like, okay, you mentioned it, but you didn't need to. Uh, Spider Man Freshman Year, which is a brand new animated series, which takes place um, be whilst um, Peter Parker is on his way to be um, to become the Spider Man in the MCU. So basically, by the looks of it. Um, and he's in his tracksuit version of Spider-Man as a, as a high school kid. Can never have enough Spider-Man animated series, so why not have a new one set pre-MCU, and whether or not they can get Tom Holland back or do somebody else to do the voice for it. Um, but this is one way of keeping Spider-Man in the MCU, regardless of what happens in No Way Home. I, I hope they get Tom Holland. I hope they get the other supporting cast members to revoice yeah. their characters. Uh, the other thing I hope is that they have a plan for how this is going to work because if this is supposed to be the prequel to the MCU Spider-Man, there is kind of a, a hard end point, which is yeah. the civil war, obviously. So they, if they're going to try and stretch this out into like a seven season cartoon, it, yeah. it, it would start to break it a bit. Plus you'd, you'd have to really introduce a lot of villains and he's not supposed to have been fighting super villains no. prior to civil war. Uh, so I really do hope they have a specific plan in mind and they'll be like, okay, we're going to do two seasons and then it's done. And then we'll move on yeah. to the next Spider-Man cartoon. Because as you said, there can never, 
not be a Spider-Man cartoon ever since the early 90s. Actually, even before then. Yes. Uh, Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man is friends. And they are very limited, like you say, because they can't do a lot of the villains. They're a bit, a bit um, tied up on them. Um, then we're getting um, I Am Groot. Um, again, this is the situation of why I mention it, because you didn't show us anything. You know, the logo you told us last year, and you told us about this, but no more. So what was the point? Um, Marvel Zombies, this was like, ooh, because, and I gotta say, that was the best episode of What If? It was my favorite. I loved the, the zombie episode of What If? And we're getting more of it. So to me, I'm like, this again, a perfect, like, yeah, cool, animated zombies, perfect. Can't wait. <laughs> that was like, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if this is part of What If? It doesn't, I'm not sure if it is, or if it's just gonna be, they restart it from another how they get to the point of becoming zombies. I mean, we can do the whole walking read that we can do the whole walking dead with this. This is great. I, if it were me, I would probably do it as a completely different universe, just separate it out from the what if. Because yeah. if you do the what if, you either do it as a prequel, in which case we already know who is oh, going yeah. to survive up to a certain point. And if yeah. you do it after, well, you've only got like three heroes left at yeah. that point. Um, but it did seem like they had found the cure or at least like the first steps towards the cure by the end and of the what if episode. And, and Thanos clipped them all away. Of course. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what they're doing. I'm, I'm neutral on it. I, I never really cared for the Marvel zombies one way or another. The, as I remember, um, that's kind of ambivalent on the episode as well, but this is something that's exceptionally popular. It, it's probably got like a hundred something issues uh, from the comics as well to draw on it. it yeah. It will generate a lot of buzz, and I think this will be very popular when it comes out. And also, well, it just gives us a little bit of a, some, a different flavor, a different flavor of Marvel. Um, and I think they found that the zombies, people resonated with it. Maybe they wanted to see how we all reacted to it. I mean, they've got a, they have a, a zombie Captain America at the Avengers campus in Disneyland. You know, that's how much, you know, they were embracing it. Let's get on now. So, the, obviously, Marvel, big, I think Marvel definitely. Pulled in, pulled in its weight there. They did, they did what they needed to. Um, let's now talk Lucasfilm. Willow, we had Warwick Davis go around a picnic table and introduce all the cast in a very funny and actually a little bit of a highlight. It was, it was a bit disappointing we didn't see anything of Willow, but I the video that they did, I was like, I did actually like what you did there. I think that was quite funny. Um, I mean, the fact that he, he still thinks he was making a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Don't don't underestimate Warwick. He he is actually so a really good. funny guy. Yeah, you know he he is a really he is a, so, so that was it's like that was a cool. I didn't mind them doing that. That was like okay, cool. We got under the helmet, which is the legacy of Boba Fett, which was a brand new documentary that dropped yesterday. I did watch it. I thought it was okay. I was interested to see how you know the fact they got video of how they introduced him and used him in a parade that they just had the suit hanging around and they hadn't even introduced him and he was supposed to actually be some stormtroopers, but they ran out of money. <laughs> um, I, I actually really liked the documentary. I, yeah, I learned really a lot from it. it. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought the documentary itself was great, but it wasn't the time to say it because like, why are you telling us this? We've got it now. It was like, <laughs> it's no, like, no. It was, so that, that was one thing. And then Kenobi. So that actual video that they didn't release on on they ended up putting it onto YouTube onto um onto Disney Plus. Now the thing is, what I don't think a lot of people realize because they were hoping because this again this leaked the night before, so we knew what it was. The problem was with this one 
It was the investors video that was revealed at last year's Investors Day. This is the exact same video from a year ago. It's not even new. Um, it was, um, and that to me was like, really, you did, you didn't even, you couldn't show us a clip, you couldn't show us a, a couple of still images, you couldn't show us some of the set, or have Obi just, sat, you know, you and McGregor sat in his outfit on set talking about it. I, I, it just was like, wow, you guys really really dropped the ball because so i mean people were so angry at like no kenobi trip. a they didn't put it up on youtube because well, why not why not put it up on youtube because you might as well have some concept art from like a year ago and it's just like really it's like so i i, I mean there's a lot i mean i mean there's i saw what i see earlier there was a tweet from star wars back in september saying save the day for this important event with all the announcements and the people are going back to it, they're going well we did it was a waste of time <laughs> It was just like they really. I mean, apparently, also in the logo video at the end where they showed all the video, all the logos that they announced during the day, there was Star Wars: The Bad Batch season two and Andor. Um, I I think they they either pulled it, they didn't have it, it wasn't ready, um, or they just decided that there wasn't the right way of announcing stuff. Um, they blew this. The Star Wars. I, it put a, I put a, a nasty taste on, the, especially on social media. Just looking at how people reacted to it, um, it was a disappointment. And this, I, I, you know, we gotta, you gotta say where it is. You know, this, this was a disappointment. Yeah, I, I don't even terribly mind them reusing the investor day photo footage, mm. but they needed to have even just a little bit else, uh, mm. uh, a, a window or, or. Ewan McGregor or, or somebody coming on and just talking for a couple of minutes. I was honestly, the most bit disappointing thing was nothing from Andor. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to the Andor series. Um, we know it, it's been filmed. We know mm. it's, it's well on its way. They could have shown us something. Mm. Uh, I, I have to assume they're holding out for Star Wars celebration or, or the well, D23. Well, they're uh, in the, that's the it. mini D23. Well, yeah, you got the D23, but it's like, that would have been a really bad call to drop it there. I think, um, I know they've got the Luke, I think the Lucasfilm anniversary is coming up at some point in the next couple of weeks. That might be why, but then just don't say Star Wars is coming. Just, um, set they set it up to fail with like being so the only thing they could have done and they you know, with the star with the the Boba Fett trailer dropping on Monday, the before it, which we we really did say that was very possible that they would do that. That would have saved the segment, but it would have lost some of the impact of it being dropped that day, because um, there would have been excitement about Moon Knight and She Hulk and all the rest of it. But dropping Boba Fett early ended up really hurting this part of the part of the announcement. Well, I and I think part of that was, you know, you drop the Boba Fett trailer early. It sets the expectation that we're we yeah. that there is something else that they don't want it to overshadow yeah. in the Star Wars <laughs> section. You know, an an Andor trailer or um, an announcement for a new movie. I, I know that uh, Rogue Squadron was also announced to be delayed, but we didn't know that at the time. So uh, a Rogue Squadron trailer, or a sizzle reel, was something we could have expected along those lines. And and then nothing. Just yeah. Just, I mean, the question is now: Is like, has Andor been pushed back to 2023? Because there's no mention of it. I mean, Marvel seems to do quite a good job of telling you stuff that you already knew. Um, again, it's just like, well, what's going on with that one? Um, you know, we know um, Mandalorian is going right now with being filmed. 
I don't know. It, it's a, it, I think for me that really disappointed was having not having the Star Wars side. Yeah, and especially since it already felt like 2021 was a Marvel year. You know, we had so many Marvel shows this year, mm-hmm. and obviously we're getting Boba Fett, um, and then we had Mandalorian at the tail end of, yeah. of last year. But you know, a lot this of people year we got, got did, one episode. Yeah, yeah, we got one episode that rolled into this year, um, and it and it's just, yeah, th- this is supposed to be one of the pillars. Star Wars mm-hmm. is supposed to be one of the big reasons you are subscribed to Disney Plus, and. Uh, and to just not be at Disney Plus Day, for all intents and purposes, is like, yeah, ball dropped. Um, yeah. I sure if they're holding it for um, D twenty three or an anniversary event, they could have at least said that too. It's like we've got lots of Star Wars announcements coming up. They will be at this event over here. Yeah, I, it, it was a that was a bit of a fun. I, I think that was just a, a bit of a disappointment. Boba Fett looks great. I mean, the trailer looked. Um, pretty cool. It looks, it feels a little bit different than what we've seen before. It's a bit more grittier and dark. Um, not quite so like star. It's, it's, it just looked very interesting. I, I am really looking forward to that one. But again, I understand this is the advantage of when you release stuff separately because when when it released on its own, it was its own bubble and it had its own hype about it. You drop it here, it'll lost that buzz. And let's just be honest, it would have done so. Um, but it's like, well, you, I don't know. It just, it's just a, a, a bit of a, a thing with that one. Okay, let's now talk International Geographic. So we've got three new trailers um, for three shows we already knew about. Um, Welcome to Earth, which, again, we only recently saw the trailer for. All six parts are dropping on December the 8th. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. Looks great. Will Smith, fun. I, we've already done the trailer on that one. America the Beautiful, a new six-part series dropping in 2022. Looks stunning. Looks absolutely stunning. Um, can't go wrong with that one. And Limitless, which is all about him trying to get the potential of the human body. I think he's pretty much probably there already. Um, six-part series dropping in 2022. Not a bit light on National Geographic, but I actually think because they did three trailers, it kind of, like, actually, you did the best out of all of them because <laughs> you actually, you delivered what we wanted and i think national geographic is always that kind of situation of the general disney fan doesn't care about national geographic unfortunately even though for me i feel like it's the one of the uh, one of the best pillars from the, the mature side this stuff would have just is what not what people you know a lot of people just ain't interested you know it's it's almost like i think to a certain number that's like school <laughs> i don't want to go anywhere near it um yeah well, I, yeah well, I'm hoping that uh, getting big names like Will Smith and Chris Hemsworth and then um, – well, they've had other big names yeah. on there too – will help to draw people in. But, yeah, it, it's definitely like oh, this is the stuff that, that the science teacher, the biology teacher brings in. They, they I, I don't know if they do this anymore, yeah. but like wheel in the big TV <laughs> cart. And, I, don't, I don't know if they would do that. I don't I mean, think they do that anymore. You have to send two of you off to go get it because the TV was way too much and it was bolted down. <laughs> But those were always the best days when you when yeah. the TV was in the classroom and and it was it was always like the you know yeah. it was a big TV at the time but if you were sitting in the back of the room you couldn't see anything. Um, that said, yeah, yeah. the uh, the America trailer. Yeah. Honestly, I could probably just watch that on loop because there's there's no narration in it. There's no voice in it. It's just really really pretty pictures of animals yeah. and natures. I. Uh, yeah, I could just put that on loop and just leave it on my on my second screen. Just like, I think, yeah, I think I'm good. It looks good. I think National Geographic is always that situation of their stuff 
unfortunately, and I know it, it is bad, really, of they the uh, the way that the audience looks at because Disney Plus hasn't been able to establish, especially with the US side, this more mature stuff. This stuff gets a bit lost because the primary audience isn't interested, and they can't get if if. In some way, National Geographic on Hulu probably would have made more would have made more sense because um, it would have actually the older audience is there for it. Internationally, for us, it doesn't make any difference because of Star, but it really does make a big difference when you've got that kind of content in there from National Geographic of uh, when you get that extra content in there, and it, it again it just it just closes it all out, you know, with you know with having much more stuff in it. I mean here. Just, I mean, obviously, for like, um, you know, this is the UK version of Disney Plus, you know, and you got like drugs and breakout and hitless things, and you know, it, it just makes it much more of a you've got the full picture here, and I think that definitely makes a bit more of an interesting one. And some great drama series like Genius and Hot Zone and stuff like that. So, again, it's just National Geographic for me, and I know for you as well, it, it's it's one of the highlights of Disney Plus, but it definitely gets under un, it's underappreciated. Yeah, and um, as long as I'm on this podcast, I will continue to sing it free <laughs> and encourage everyone to watch some of them. Uh, you don't need to watch all of it. They, they are documentaries. Yeah. It's not like, uh, you know, you need to watch one in order to understand the other. Yeah. But uh, the right stuff, the the Kingdom mm. of the Whales, Kingdom of the, the Wolves, all of those, they're fantastic watches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah same for me. You're always going to be um, going to get some um, National Geographic content from us. Right, now let's talk now about some of the star stuff. So we got um, four new movies revealed. Um, Rosaline, which is a twist on uh, Shakespeare, that's going to be coming. So this is going to be coming to Hulu in the United States, Star Plus in Latin America, and for the rest of us on Disney Plus um, as Star Original. So we're going to be getting, as I said, Rosaline. We're also getting The Princess, which apparently is a little bit like um, John Wick meets like Enchanted kind of thing. So it's going to be pretty, pretty violent. She's more comfortable with a sword than a tiara. Well, and must save her kingdom from the ruthless mercenaries. So that, <laughs> that's it, a bit different. The, uh, the picture they released for that yeah. one was pretty, yeah. Uh, it wasn't graphic or anything, but it was like, okay, they're, they're serious with this one. Yeah. I was definitely, I think, as well, the fact that it's called The Princess, it looks a bit different. Um, we're also getting Prey, which is a brand new. Um, movie coming in summer of 2022 which is part of the predator franchise this is set 300 years ago when the predators first arrived on the planet so we knew about this one i mean yeah predator we've got a predator original coming onto disney plus next year so that's great i i'm uh, i'm interested in seeing how they they work with the predator because more often than not their movies end up being um like gun uh mm. gun sci-fi fests you know yeah. and setting it 300 years means uh yeah you, you've got guns but not like modern guns they're not they're mm. not going in there with assault rifles and bazookas and things so uh this might be the most interesting take on predator i've i've heard yeah. of in a while yeah and then we're getting no exit which is a suspense thriller where she's stuck in a stranded um highway again coming in 2021 so that that one's looking pretty cool um i definitely feel like you know the the stuff with the star stuff was a little bit um, of like it seemed like an afterthought because it kind of got shoved into a press release and a few like National Geographic like the US team were putting it out on us again. This is where the the problem is with this one is that it's it's like the Hulu team take over like announcing it and then the UK team you know and all the different team it's a, it's a little bit more problematic. But it's nice to know we've got at least four original movies coming to Hulu and then Disney Plus internationally. 
Um, throughout the, um, in the morning, we did have it confirmed as well that um, the Wonder Years is coming to Disney Plus just before Christmas, so we'll be getting that new series. The Last Jewel is confirmed for December the 1st, so we'll be getting that one. The Rescue, the National Geographic documentary about the cave, that's coming on the 3rd of December. They also confirmed a couple of other bits and pieces dropping in um, throughout the month. And also now with the new um, coming uh, so the coming soon thing, we're now getting a little bit of an idea of what's coming in. So just come down. For example, here in the UK, we're getting Pearl Harbor and Die Hard on the 3rd of December. So now we can see a sometimes they're putting a few little things in here to give us a little bit of a sneak peek at what's coming in soon. Um, yeah, I bet it, it must be that kind of weird thing because for me, I'm so you. I mean, obviously, I'm used, uh, it's a little bit different since they changed it, but because. I mean, I keep seeing people, well, is stars just like the Hulu. It's like, yeah, but this is our Disney Plus. This is all integrated into one. There is no difference between Marvel, Star Wars, and, and it probably looks quite a bit different, Phil. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, it, everyone's banner is going to look different yeah. based on what they're yeah. watching. And, and we watch basically everything, so our banners yeah. <laughs> are weird. Uh, my banner is, is crazy. I, I was yeah. visiting with my mom not too long ago, and, and I installed it on her so she could watch... Uh, uh, Luca, actually, yeah. she she loves Italy, and my um, wife is literally watching it downstairs today. Um, <laughs> good good call, but um, obviously, when we signed in, it had like my. Do you want to continue watching? It's like you watched a ballet documentary, like <laughs> not really by choice, but yes, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So there is that kind of thing, and again, it it just it, this is where the big difference is. I'm dope sick as well. Um, a great series. My wife just watched the first two episodes this morning. So it was a little bit slow, but she's enjoying it. But I'm already on to next week's episode. We'll be getting into that in a couple of weeks' time when I, I kind of kept because we kind of caught up a bit. But let's now shift gears um, over to some of the other stuff that dropped this um, this week as part of Disney Plus Day. We're not going to talk about Jungle Cruise. We've already talked about Dope Sick last week. We've already talked a bit about um, Under the Helmet. We've talked about Shang-Chi. Let's now talk about the best thing of the day. Home sweet home alone. <laughs> oh, and James, you 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 gotta tell everyone what you did with this one. This was this I, was a good I one. I gave up after 25 minutes. So um so there there's a scene about 25, 30 minutes in where the villain's brother has has crashed at their house, and the brother's yeah. just obnoxious as heck. And he's watching a remake of the gangster film from Home Alone One. Yeah. Uh, so you know that the the one that Kevin uses to scare away people, and he comments, uh, "I don't know why they keep making remakes. They're never as good as the original." I'm just like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Click, and I turned and I turned it off at that point. Um, it, I was like, I'm not wasting any more time. Even this movie acknowledges that it's it's junk. But mm. oh my god, e even the first 25 minutes was like, this is awful. Yes, let's say I think at the minute I think it's about 15-20% on Rotten Tomatoes for both the audience and the critic score. Um I kind of got to the end of it and I, I it kind of caught me off guard because I was like going to go I got to the end of it. That wasn't that bad. But it was like is that because my expectations were so low that I was fine with it and then there's like was like certain parts that I liked and then there's like certain parts that I just didn't like. And then you know at the beginning it was like a it was like a rehash. And then about halfway through, it like completely changed to no longer being a rehash. The whole problem for me was like once they made the the villains into kind of they flipped it because you know they're just trying to get their doll back that they need to save the house so that they all don't get um evicted from their house. It was like 
I don't feel, you know, it's hard to feel not sorry for you guys because, you know, they're all being nice and they don't want to break in and they don't want to break the law and, you know, they don't want to hurt anybody. You know, they've got no, there's not like a bad bone in them for, you know, for doing that. And then, the, you know, obviously Max is just like destroying them with the house and because he thinks they're about to kidnap him and sell him to some grannies because that's what they have, little, they have this like future scene where he overhears them talking about the doll and they're saying about selling him. So he thinks they're going to kidnap him and sell him to grannies. <laughs> so, so um, in his defense, you can see it, but it kind of took away a little bit. Uh, and I'm, I mean, we're, we're, I'm going to go to spoilers here because I don't who really cares at this point with this one. How do you think this one ends? Um, it's hard to say, actually. I would say they probably got arrested, honestly, but... Right, what if I told you, instead of that, they actually realise about uh, when he's literally about thrown all... You know, he's thrown... Well, instead of the paint cans, it's now just flour and a few things. They've toned everything down a little bit in terms of what they do to him. At a certain point, they, the, the couple realise that he thinks he's about to be kidnapped, and then they kind of go, whoa, 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 no, we only want a doll back. They literally explain what they're after, and he goes, "Well, I haven't got it." And they're like, "Well, yeah, you have." Like, "No, what? You, why would I want that?" And they find a can in his pocket, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, they find him home alone, so they end up taking him back to their house and giving him dinner, and wait for his mum to come and pick him up." And then they all sit there and have Christmas dinner. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. In, <laughs> yeah, in it, was just, it was just a bit like because um, obviously you know Max is right in the fact that he didn't want to tell the police because. You didn't want to get his mum into trouble for abandoning them. And then, and then, you know, and it was just like this kind of, whoa, 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 where, where did this all go from? Where did this all go? It was such a, such a weird ending. It was like, okay, we've completely just toned down. I think, like, the, the original version worked because you hate, you wanted the sticky bandits to get hurt. You wanted them to get injured. And he was, he was horrible, but it was like, you was, you know, they were trying to get him. This here, you go. The, kid, the, kid, the kids doing all this stuff to them. We go. They don't. They don't really want any. They're not. They're not trying to hurt him at all. <laughs> they don't. They literally just want a doll bag. But they. They. You know, and they set up the whole thing with the, the kids. The kid that steals it. I mean, you can see it a mile off of where they. But my big problem with this one as well is they introduce too many characters. The fact the brother and the family. Why. They didn't need them. They didn't need them. They could have literally had the same bit of done if, if like one of their kids nicked it. They could have done the same story with just like one of their own kids stealing stuff, or if they, you know, like I actually completely com confused who the dad was of Max because there was this whole thing with like with this guy shouting at them all to get in the car, and he's shouting at them in Japan. It was his dad. That was the uncle. The dad literally was. Like he turned up at the end and I'm going, well, who's that? There were so many characters because they were trying to make it so mad and so crazy, but they failed to kind of connect who the dad was. I don't know. Very strange. Um, the whole thing with Buzz as well, with you know, they added um just to add a little bit of connection, they added in um the original character. The fact they're putting them here, I mean, he's in it for like two minutes. Um, and he, they, I did like the fact they made a little bit of a reference to Kevin. Um, the, you know, because Kev, he thinks the, the cop thinks his brother's trying to pull a, um, you know, the kid being left home alone. He goes, No, I ain't fallen for that. He does this every year, you know. <laughs> I mean, it was like one of those weird things that kind of got to that. Wow, this is a really like, it's not terrible. It's not, it's not terrible. I think families can enjoy it. I think it's a fun little movie, but they didn't need to do it. I mean, you just feel like you could have spent this money on someone else. 
You could have spent this money developing. So we didn't need a sixth Home Alone movie. And then everyone goes, "Who? Wh- wh- why was there three, four, and five? No one even knows about them. But um, yeah, this was such a... And it's a shame, really, because I think the actors and stuff, they all did a really good job with it in terms of doing it. I thought Max... I mean... I mean, they even joked about him being Harry Potter. I mean, he was so quint- the most English-speaking kid in America, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, why are you even here? Why didn't you just fly directly from England but uh, to Japan, that is, because that was the destination they were going for. But I think you hit on the, the, the real problem um, a bit ago. You know, everything else in this you can kind of forgive. It, mm-hmm. it, yeah, a lot of it is just getting you to the point where they – assault the house and he assaults them basically. Mm. Uh, But the issue is this is functionally an action movie. This is no different than die hard or John wick or, or, you know, Terminator, Mm. any of those just a lot softer. And, and you need two different elements for that to work. You need to be sympathetic with the hero, the, the kid max, and you have to hate the villains. You have to think that the villains deserve what they're getting. Basically in this case, getting the snot beaten out of them. Yeah. And this movie misses that completely. Yeah. Um, I, the the kid, I'm sure he gets better, but he is obnoxious as heck right at the beginning. I mean, he's practically yeah. bullying the dad in that one scene. Uh, you know, yeah. where where you think he steals the doll. Uh, I mean, yeah. he's he's insulting his mom. Insults the dad too. Yeah. The whole like Frankenstein's monster thing going on. Like, I feel bad for this dude. And yeah. it's like. So I don't feel sympathetic to the kid. I feel a lot of sympathy to the to the bad guys. I don't want them to see get them beat up. I want them to find the doll so they can keep yeah. their house and and not have to yeah. sell it. And it's like everything branches out of that. Yeah. It if you don't have that, if you, if you do hate these two people and you are sympathetic to the kid, sure he's a kid, he's still annoying, but you're sympathetic to him. You can excuse everything else. Yeah. But that was ultimately the breaking point. For him. It was like it was 25 minutes in. I feel bad for this dude. He's getting uh, just dumped on by his brother he, who shows up at three yeah. o'clock in the morning, just completely randomly kicks him out of his own bed. Like, I don't feel, I, I don't want to yeah. see this guy getting hit in the face with flour or like stepping on toys and Legos. And so I'm like, no, th- yeah, th- this is not because you go back to the original, you know, the sticky bandits, you love watching them get beat up. Yeah. You, you love to watching them get a paint yeah. can to the face and grabbing onto a hot doorknob. You're like, you guys deserve this. Uh, and that's what they missed. That that was entirely what they missed here. Yeah, it was def- it was it's I, I gave it a 3 out of 5 because it was a little bit like I enjoyed aspects to it, but it's it's really not um I just watched the original. It's 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 fine what it is. I, I think the kids will like it, but it it's it just wasn't needed. It was just wasn't needed. Um, let's shift now over to we had um, with a new episode of or a, new, a new short called The Simpsons in Plusiversary. I thought this was fun, a fun little thing, lots of little gags. Um, what I did find rather funny was um, I think everybody wants to have Lisa's version of Disney Plus because she's got ESPN and Hulu and FX and ABC all, but she she showed her phone and it was like. And like we were even talking about like with with the bots going, she's got the best version. Are they trying to tell us something? <laughs> like this is what the of what the best thing of Disney Plus is. So like they've got all, everything in one app. And it was just like yeah, um, I I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. I, I really it's stupid and fun. I mean, what more can you do? Apparently, the only rule was they couldn't have Mickey Mouse in it. That was like the number one rule. Well, they they kind of did, but that's yeah. why Bart's. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I yeah. know that's why Bart's in there. Um, 
That would be hilarious if that was a stealth announcement for a merging of all the apps. Like you come back, they 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 come to Investor Day next year, and it's like, yep, we told you in the Simpsons short on Disney Day, you just didn't know it. Um, it was okay. I, yeah. I think the main problem I had was I got I had a sticking point with a lot of the voices. Um, yeah. uh, especially Goofy. Goofy's mm-hmm. voice was weird. Um, but any of the the cameo characters that they had, and there were tons yeah. of them. Any of them that spoke is like. That voice isn't even close to the real yeah. one, uh, and and I I kept getting hung up on that. But it was nice seeing Lisa do her little dance, and I, it was a five minute short. I I think the ones where they have talking characters in the Simpsons shorts aren't as good as like the yeah. silent ones they were doing with Maggie before. I I kind of would like them to go back to that. Not necessarily Maggie, but like mm. I think they really got to stretch their creative muscles with the silent episodes. Yeah, uh, and and at three, four, five minutes, they don't overstay their welcome. You don't get too frustrated at the silence, but. I, it's okay if you yeah. watch it uh it'll entertain you for three minutes if you don't watch it you are missing out on basically no. nothing yeah, if you except like for the stealth announcement yeah it is yeah pretty cool and we also got olaf presents five little shorts all about that did we talk about olaf last no we didn't um so yeah so we got five little shorts all about 90 minutes a piece um josh gad is funny in it it's a nice little fun little thing it's hard to be like I know when I watch this, like, I, there's not, I can't really, there's nothing to complain about, but there's nothing really um, great. Um, I was lucky enough, I did participate in a uh, virtual conference, and Josh Gad was explaining stuff about it, and he's just so funny. And honest, honestly, it was like, like, and I was watching him last night on Graham Norton talking about it, and it's like, he's just funny doing this stuff, and his, his stories about Olaf are probably more fun than <laughs> she's a short. Um, if that, it's fun. If you like Olaf, you really can't do more. That is, like, plus anniversary to me. They're, that's the nice things about, like, the, this, like, Disney Plus day, of just nice, silly little things just to pl- plug in that Disney can get away with that I don't think any other streaming service could do. But they, because shorts just are part of Disney's, like, DNA. And I just feel like that just they they work. Yeah, these were entertaining. I, I'd put them in the same category as Plus Anniversary. If if you want to watch them, you will be entertained for a couple of minutes. Josh Gad is is entertaining, and uh, particularly if you're familiar with with the movies that he's talking about, and I think most people will be. Uh, yeah, you can get a little chuckle. My only complaint, uh, which has absolutely nothing to do with the shorts themselves, is that for some reason this crashed my Xbox twice. Oh, wow. um, the first episode of the, yeah. <laughs> the Little Mermaid episode crashed my Xbox. Uh, it hard crashed it. I had to Ooh. get up and reset it. And then it crashed again on the Lion King episode. Fortunately, that one, I was just able to back out of the, the um, app and, and restart it. But I don't know what it was about the Olafs. They they crashed my Xbox, and that was annoying. Okay. Um, ciao, Alberto. I love this one. I thought this was great. I thought this was such a, um, a lovely little short, lovely little story. I'm a continuation of Luca. We just with him, just just making friends with uh, Maximo, and you know, scared, you know, scared of like losing him and trying to make him please. And him just, I, I just thought it was lovely. I mean, it brought a little tear to my cheek. It was, I thought it was a lovely little short. Yeah, I don't think this is what people were were expecting. We we're expecting something more along the lines of the ones we just talked about, like mm. a little little funny, haha, gag moment. And this was very touching, um, featuring. Um, my favorite character from Luca, which was the uh, the fisherman father yeah. figure guy, I, I loved him, uh, and just having this little emotional conflict between them, where he doesn't know how to be a son, he doesn't really know how to be a father, and that, they're, but they're trying, yeah. and the the conflict 
the, the little internal conflict works yeah. really well. Um, don't go into this one expecting a lot of gags. There are some, there are some physical gags like getting covered in the face with yeah. spaghetti sauce and things yeah. like that. But, <laughs> yeah. but this is actually this is a this is a touching one, and I think if yeah. you liked Luca, you should absolutely be watching this one. It, it yeah. it's a nice little continuation of the story where you get to see where things are are going after the movie. It also as well, this is the, what I would call this would have been a prime example of back in the day, back in the olden days when it would have come out on DVD and video, and you would have had the extra short included to get you to buy it. This is what it is. This is this is you know the continuation of they go oh yeah we'll pop it on the Disney. It's gives it a nice little again nothing wrong with this one at all. Loved it. it was a, was a really good short. Um, we also got a new a new episode of Assembled: The Making of Shang Chi. I'm surprised they dropped it this week. Thought they might wait a week because that's what they intend to do. I watched it. I tell you what, was, there is some stuff with that movie. I mean, they, they go through a little bit of the pandemic of what they had to go through. Some of the special effects stuff. The attention to detail, they went into this trying to make sure that they they were making the best movie they possibly could. Because they, they it's almost like they, they took this as almost like a bit of pride of um like what this was all about. You know, they wanted to make sure that they made the best movie possible. And it really does show because I watched it yesterday again. I mean, in the new IMAX version with a nice, nice full screen on my and yeah. It, Really good. It was a. It was probably one of the best episodes of Assembled I've watched, actually. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I'm going to watch the movie again this weekend. Um, I did not watch the movie yesterday. Uh, I had enough. I had enough stuff uh, to watch yesterday, and I didn't get screener copies in advance. Uh, so, <laughs> so I, I had to watch it uh, live in between working. Uh, but I love the movie, and this Assembled was extremely well done, uh, mm. especially coming off of What If, which was uh, not quite as well done as the other ones. Yeah, that one was a bit that was a bit of a disappointment one. And Black Widow felt a little bit like a, a just a collection of I mean the Black Widow the Black Widow one was fine. Um yeah. but not great. This was the one that was really good. And one of the things that I really liked was we got to see uh Simu. Yeah. Simu Simu's journey yeah. um of you know wanting the part and trying really hard and campaigning for it and seeing him transform into uh, Shang-Chi they just you really want him to succeed yeah. he's such a likable guy um, yeah. and I I did not realize that he actually already had martial arts training beforehand mm -hmm. nothing like what yeah. Shang-Chi had but like uh, no he went in there and he he did a lot of his own stunts and you, you watch him just like becoming into a Bruce Lee kind of thing it's like yeah all right he he really went all in and then and then even you get to the end of it and he's and you you have him doing like the farewell speech to yeah. the cast and stuff and you, and you really like oh man he he got run down by this movie didn't he so, yeah but, yeah i mean yes i think as well of just like um i like you know little stories about like dressing up as spider-man because they couldn't you know have a superhero to and it's just like it was a very very well done episode i i gotta be honest it's it's it, 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 like I said, it was it was one of the best episode if not the best episode of um assembled from the whole I, I think him making a big thing, just the fact of like they went into a lot more detail. You know, they showed you the little things that they were doing, and um, it felt like they knew they were making the show. Maybe they kind of had a little bit more flexibility. They knew they weren't making a, a YouTube short; they were making something, a, a TV show. And and the interviews with everyone just seemed a lot more interesting. It didn't quite feel like they were just on the you know on the treadmill for like 
we are here to talk about this Lex movie and we're going to answer the same. You know, it felt like they, you know, they gave a little bit more pasture. But I think they were also a lot more excited about making it. I think they were, they was a, a passion project for them. Oh, it definitely was. And you can tell that pretty much everyone involved with it is like that we want to make sure we do this story right. Uh, and, you know, he, he talks to the camera several times while they're doing production stuff. So he's yeah. like standing on top of the bus for that scene. And he's, he's talking directly to the channel, to the, uh, sorry, to the camera um, in a documentary style where he's explaining yeah. what's going on. You're like, okay, they definitely, or he at least yeah. definitely planned on, on a proper documentary for the end yeah. of this. Um, I would have liked them to go a little bit more into story beats, why they picked mm. certain things. This, this was very actor focused. So him, yeah. uh, Aquafina got a little yeah. bit and then, um, heck even, uh, Ben Kinsley got a little bit, yeah. which was interesting. Uh, I would have liked to have, to known a little bit more about some of the, the villain characters. Cause that was one of my main complaints mm. with Shang-Chi was we have these two villains. Um, uh, oh, what's his name? The, the guy with the the knife for a hand, and then oh yeah, and Run. then the new character who's got like the kabuki mask and yeah. and like the, the big outfit, and we never know anything about either of them. They're just no. there. They're just uh, they're just they're just grunts, aren't they? There's there's nothing to them. Yeah, uh, which is unfortunate because they they were very visually interesting yeah. characters, uh, but we learned nothing about them. Yeah, they were just, they were just literally henchmen. Um, so I, I got to I didn't watch um the episode of the behind the scenes of uh, Love Letter to Los Angeles. I might get around to it at some point. Um, I probably maybe won't. Um, I didn't, I didn't watch Legends either with Hawkeye because I don't really feel like I need to because I, I've never really been a huge kind of thing. I'm just trying to think. We've already, as I said, we've already talked about um, Dope Sick. We've already talked about um the movies and stuff. So I think overall, and obviously we knew this was going to be a bit of a bumper episode <laughs> this one coming into it. Um, but I, I overall, I mean, I thought the, like the, the drops on Disney plus day, I mean, it was, it was great. I mean, you know, you had all those world according to Jeff Goldblum episodes as well, dropping in. Um, I thought it was a solid day. I mean, there was a few extra little things like enchanted, which I know a lot of people were really excited for. I know a lot of people were excited for, expecting a lot more in terms of but i i mean this is like one of the biggest drops we've had since disney plus launched um and i felt it was quite an, it a nice mix you know mix of stuff i mean but to me jungle cruise and shang chi is a big i mean those are two big movies um that's, that's i just feel like right yeah, there <laughs> yeah i mean yeah my literally i i met with my mom and dad this morning set the dogs for the walk and dad watched they watched jungle cruise last night um, they're going to watch. Um, I think they're planning on watching Shang Chi tonight. You know, th yeah, they were um, they were ready ready for Jungle Cruise, but Dad's been bugging me about it the whole time. Um, but yeah, so it's just nice to have all this content. Um, I suspect you know things might quieten down for a couple of weeks, but this is prime prime season now. Where you know we're going into the holiday season when you know we've got Beatles, we've got Hawkeye, lots of things coming up. We've got. Great stuff looking forward to. So there, so there we go. So that is our Disney Plus Day rundown. I think that's everything. I'm just going to have a look, see if yeah, we've got I, anything. I'll just mention, we, we talked about it earlier, but the Under the Helmet Boba Fett documentary was better than I was expecting it mm -hmm. to be. Um, I was expecting it to be a Marvel Legends kind of thing where yeah. like yeah, just a quick recap of mm. um, this is where Boba Fett is at. So you're ready to go in December. But it, it was actually a legit documentary. I learned quite mm. a bit from it. I do recommend it uh, for Star Wars fans. Oh, it, it was it was a lot longer than I thought, and it was a proper. It was a it was much more of a doc. Um, and I also liked how they went into the Clone Wars a little bit as well, and kind of the new version, um, and like with the kid, and just yeah, it was it was a really I really enjoyed that one. 
again, it was kind of funny because they were talking about it with the, the idea that they all had this toy sent to them and you had this toy. Because I had, when I was a kid, my dad brought secondhand this massive, like two boxes of Star Wars figures from, another, from, from the newspaper. So inside this box, I had... The Falcon, the X-Wing, TIE Fighter, the Hoff base. I had, um, I must have, I mean, I bet if they were all new, probably a couple of grands. I mean, some of the stuff here, you know, the Rancor. I mean, I've still got the Rancor down here. You know, I had all of this stuff. So I had Slave 1 and I had Boba Fett. I mean, I must have had like 100 figures. This is probably at the time. The kid probably sold them all for like 50 pence each because they just weren't playing with them anymore kind of thing. Um, and so I had this massive collection of star wars to so i never i never brought another star wars toy when i was a kid because i got such a amount i never needed to so i remember having the slave one with boba fett and you made it up because you didn't you didn't know who he was so you kind of turned him into his own like badass character and he had his own ship and he you know he was a big villain but i think that's what you know so interesting about this character is he's obviously behind the mask but we all, I think, made up our own character. <laughs> I think, and I do wonder, like, is this Boba Fett series going to undo like what we think of him? <laughs> it'll, it'll be interesting because um, you definitely have the people who who've only seen the movies and have yeah. nothing else. So the, the, all you know about Boba Fett is what you see in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. You've got people like me who are reading the books of the old extended universe. It's no longer canon. Boba Fett obviously appears uh, a lot. In the in that series, he has a kid, and and he's a very important character uh, in a lot of the books, uh, which none of that counts anymore. So no. so I've got to eliminate that from my uh, what to expect. But I I'm really looking forward to the Boba Fett series. I I hope that that they do it justice. And um, yeah, uh, check out this documentary. Don't overlook it. Don't don't think it's a Marvel Legends style thing. That this was worth watching. Yeah, so yeah, definitely worth checking out. So there we go. So that is, again, um, this episode and a wrap. So we'll be back next week with another episode. Um, I think what we'll we talk about next week. I don't, it's a little bit like, I think, there's, again, they loaded up for Disney Plus Day. Um, I, don't think there's, I don't think there's even any originals I, next week, is it? This is kind of the week where you get the brooms out and you sweep up all the confetti. Um, <laughs> and kind of, kind of, you know, grumble about how all the party yeah. goers didn't clean up after themselves, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I, I, light yeah. week. <laughs> Yeah, I think it can be a bit. I think uh, I think for us, we might have a bit more in the UK. But um, again, thank you very much for everyone for joining us. We'll be back as next week. Go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Again, a huge thank you to everyone that um, has supports us on Patreon and YouTube channel members. Thank you for listening to us over the last three years, and we'll be heading into our next year. So on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Later. I'd like to thank all of our Patreon and YouTube channel members for their support. You can become a member from as little as $2 a month and you get access to our weekly Q&A and much more.